Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. We showed up today. Did the Miami Heat show, or their fans rather, show up today as well? We'll find out in moments after a rough, rough night. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, also on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And Chris, it's funny. You watched the Heat last night, and it looked like a much different team than we saw in Game 1, and that had a lot more to do with the Boston Celtics and the way they played in that game. And we sat here, we tried to tell you. We tried to tell you that the Celtics were just a flat-out better team, and you could sit there and say, well, it's just one game. Mm. This is a harbinger of things to come, especially when Marcus Smart is back on the court and having the influence that he does on both ends of the court, something that he does not get enough credit for on the offensive end. Yeah, Smart was one rebound shy of a triple-double, and, and you felt his impact early on in that game. The first bucket that the Boston Celtics scored, that was a tremendous find by Marcus Smart. He breaks down the defense off the bounce, gets into the paint, and then somehow whips the ball around to Jalen Brown behind the arc to knock down that bucket, and then the oop that he threw to Robert Williams. Those were the first two baskets for the Celtics, and you could tell that he was going to be the catalyst for that offense. So even though they go down early, they fall into a 15-8 hole, Ime Adoka gets the timeout, then the Celtics proceed to go on a 27-6 run to close out the quarter, and at the heart of it is Marcus Smart orchestrating the offense. So you say it's a much different team than what we saw in game one. Well, you're absolutely right. You only had three of your five starters in game one. In game two, you had your full complement of starters. And here's the crazy part about this, Carlin. You didn't have the full complement of your bench because Derek White was out He, for personal reasons. He's expecting the birth of his child. So your bench still wasn't what you would expect it to be. But this team has the potential to get even better as they move through this series, and that's a scary proposition given how dominant they were against the Heat in game two. And look, they, for the Heat – the biggest problem they're going to have is when nobody else shows up offensively, Jimmy Butler can't do everything himself. Even when they were able to slice into the Boston lead into the third quarter and give just the faintest little bit of hope, it was all about Jimmy Butler when they were able to cut it from 29 down to 17. He was the one offensively who was primarily getting it done, save for a couple of threes here and there by Gabe Vincent, but Vincent didn't do anything enough. I mean, these are role players. And as role players, you're going to see them play great in some games, and you're going to see them play meh in others. And for Tyler Hero to not show up, it's a killer. When when they don't get enough offensively from Bam out of bio, they're in trouble. Here's Butler after the game basically saying, I guess it can't get any worse, right? I look at it as it, it can get too much worse, you know? They... <laughs> whipped our tail on our home floor um i guess if they do it on their home floor it's supposed to happen but i don't i don't see us doing that again um i mean the the first half has has been brutal for us in in both of these games we just gotta we gotta come out and 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 play harder from the jump and be ready because they'd be throwing some haymakers in the first half nah nah jimmy jimmy let me help you out right there as much (laughs) as i love jimmy butler it can get worse. It can get worse because the Boston Celtics are a much more talented team. And, Carlin, I will tell you this. The worst feeling in sports is when you know what a team is going to do mm-hmm. and you do everything to plan to try to stop it and you still can't stop them. The worst feeling in sports. Like when I played in the National Football League, 
the worst feeling as a defensive lineman was when the opposing offense was running the ball. We knew they were running the ball, and we couldn't stop it. The problem with the Boston Celtics is they are finding and making great shots, especially when Marcus Smart is coordinating the offense. And game two was a reflection of that. It's something that they've done over the course of the last couple of weeks. I was When we had Frank Isola on in the first hour, I gave the stat. This is the third game over the last seven where the Boston Celtics have knocked down 20-plus three-point shots. And last night they did it on 50% shooting. This is something that they, they've forged an identity around. This is who they're going to be. This is what allowed them to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Think about the closeout game, how many three-pointers they made in Game 7. This is something that they, they did in Game 2 against the Heat. They are going to take and make three-point shots. And unless the Miami Heat can run them off that three-point line, which is next to impossible to do when you have so many dangerous threats on the offensive end, then it's going to be more of the same for the rest of the series. So Jimmy Butler's saying it can't get worse. With all due respect, you know what it Jimmy, is? <laughs> it can get worse. You know what it is? From a fan standpoint, I call it the long goodbye. You know what's happening, and you got to sit through it and watch it, and you know it ain't changing. And so so kind of like, so like the second half of Game 7 for Phoenix Suns fans. Exactly. That, it is the long, the long goodbye. <laughs> you know, it's not just – even if it's a blowout, or even if it's not a blowout – you know what's coming because when you can't do anything about it, it ain't instantly changing at any particular moment. So let's hear from you. 888-SAY-ESPN. The Heat fans been very vocal all week long with us. Let's hear from them this morning. Chen has been patient. He's up next on ESPN Radio. Chen, what do you got, man? Go at it. I got to say, it's really satisfying to hear you guys finally talk about the Heat for the first time this postseason. I'm not surprised <laughs> that it's to actually jump on the Heat, and I know that you're mandated to cater to the lowest common Northeast oh, denominator. stop it. Mandated. Just celebrate heat failures, and that's fine. But I do hope if the Heat lose this series, they get the same injury excuse machine that the Celtics got in game one. I've heard oh, that. Oh, Chen, stop it. Just stop yourself. Stop it. We're going to go mandated because you think that somehow our personal success as a radio network is based on denigrating an entire fan base and one organization in South Florida. Guess again. And secondly, Kyle Lowry's shooting 27% in the playoffs. He's getting six points a game. He is not anywhere near what Marcus Smart has been, and you know that. Jimmy Butler is the best player in this postseason. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Jimmy Butler's maybe the fourth best player in this postseason. See ya. Goodbye. Left right now. Stop it. How is Jimmy Butler the best player in this postseason? He's not even the best player in this series. Oh, my God. Colin, what are we He's talking about? He's not Tatum. And listen, Butler's a Dodgers. great player. He's, listen, listen. Butler's a great player. He's not Tatum, and he's damn sure not Luka Doncic. Luka and he's Doncic, not Steph Curry. And he's not Steph Curry. Those, those are the three best players remaining in the postseason. So I, 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 and Giannis? Come on, man. Jimmy Butler's been better than Giannis? Are you serious? Have you watched what the Milwaukee Bucks did this postseason? Uh, you got to be kidding me. Listen, as great as Jimmy Butler is, as much as he turns it up in the postseason, let's not lose sight of the caliber of player Jimmy Butler is in comparison to some of the other great players in the playoff field. All right, Kevin, your turn on ESPN Radio. You're next. Go at it. It's all yours, bud. All right. Thanks, guys. I love listening to the show, but I'm going to just say this right here. It comes down to confidence and resiliency. If we can beat them once, we can beat them again. Yes, they have a couple of better players than us, 
but it comes down to confidence and resiliency. And our leaders have to exude the confidence so it feeds off the role players. When the role, when the leaders are playing good, the role players get confidence. If we don't get any confidence and try to show some type of fight and resiliency in this series, it's going to be over with in five games, like Stephen A. said. And I am a Miami Heat fan. I love them like I love my children. But I'm telling you, if we don't have the confidence going in, we will not beat them. So we, it comes down to confidence and resiliency. And they have to make better decisions on the coaching end. Spolster has to play his players at the right time for this He will. Happen. Listen, I, I don't I have any about doubt it. about Spolstra, Chris, and I also don't have any doubt that the Heat are a resilient team. I know that. I don't think that matters, though, in the end. Well, here's what I'll say, Carlin. I, I think they're a resilient team, and they're always going to give effort. But they need their players to show up in big spots. And when I say their players, the other all-star, Bam Adebayo, I think it's about time we put out an ABB on him. Like, all points bulletin, Carla, because we haven't seen him in this series. He scored 16 points, and he's played almost 70 minutes. At some point, you've got to show up. He was minus five in in the last night's game in 30 – no, in 28 minutes played. And you're talking about in the game one, this guy being, what, minus five again. I heard a lot about him being defensive player of the year, too. By the way, well, well, all I'm simply saying is this, Carla. If you're the other all star on the team, at some point you're going to have to play like it. Yep. And that's what they need. Tyler Hero, you mentioned it. He's got to show up to the party. Was decent in game one, 18 points, but was a no show last night, minus 33 in 23 minutes played. Plus, minus ain't everything, but it does help to paint the picture. And Jimmy Butler can't do it by himself. And I guess that's the point that we're all making so far. As great as Jimmy Butler has played, and Kevin is right, Jimmy Butler does set the tone. The other guys from the Miami Heat have to come to the party, and they just haven't done that. And when you play like that against a team like Boston, you got no shot. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G on America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. I love the idea of, like, there's a mandate to make sure that we rip the Miami Heat apart. It's it's almost as if he was, Chris, listening in on our pre-show production meeting. Hey, guys, listen. What we really need you to do is just rip the heat to shreds here because that's going to make the difference in our ratings all year long. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm with you on that one. Um, But here's the thing, Carla. It's not as if we're rooting against the Miami Heat. No. Although we do appreciate tech integrity and we want to be right. We both picked the Boston Celtics in this series. But I think it's more a matter of being objective and recognizing that the Boston Celtics are a more talented team. And if both teams play up to their full potential, Boston is more than likely going to win this series. And we saw the law of averages bear itself out in game two last night. No question about it. It's just called objectivity. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. More of your opportunities, Heat fans, to get in at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Also, up next, why... Steph Curry has an awful lot on the line in these Western Conference Finals. We'll explain in moments. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. You're going, it's not going to be a close game. Thompson, middle of the floor, left side to Curry, shoots the three, and knocks it home. He's uncanny, doesn't have to be square, finds the spot, rises, and hits. Because we've been away for two years, and this is a different team, there's more gratitude of being back here, and there's more of a sense of urgency of not letting an opportunity kind of slip away. So who knows how it, you know, it, it, it plays out. I'll tell you what, I don't see a whole lot that would be on the line for Steph Curry when I look at this on the surface, but I guess there truly is. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. It's Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals as the Warriors host the Mavs. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. And you and I have discussed it, Chris, off the air the last couple of days and, and even a little bit on the air about the the legacy for Steph and the legacy for Luka Doncic. And I know it's it's seemingly ridiculous to talk about legacy of a 23-year-old player, but when you get to the finals, or even if you won a championship, if you're Luka Doncic, it kind of takes it takes away that pressure of waiting around to get one. And I know it's it's still very, very early in his career. But you look at Steph, and he's won three already. But there is this, I don't know if it's just looking for something, looking for ways to knock Steph. There's the idea that maybe he needs to go and really be the primary reason, be an NBA Finals MVP, get to the Finals this year, and really dominate. Just take over an entire series and win it for your team and I tell you, I st- I already have Steph in, in my top 10 players of all time. And, and he's just barely in it. And I know that's, you can go through and there are plenty of guys and you probably won't like some of the reasons that I have some of the guys out. But Chris, for me, there's something on the line here for Steph, but I, I think there's actually more on the line for Luca to get this part of it over with for him. Well, well, here's what I will say, Colin. I think both of them have a chance to elevate their status in the league. And for Luka, that's saying a lot, given that most people have him as a top three player in the NBA. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in, in any given order, it's Giannis, it's KD, and Luka Doncic. It's those guys. 
and I don't want to hear the Nikola Jokic crowd talking about how he got back-to-back MVPs because Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs once upon a time, and nobody at that time thought Steve Nash was the best player in the NBA or amongst the top two or three. So, um, but in looking at Luka Doncic, I mean, Carlin, there's something to be said for having your team in the conference finals and not having another all-star on your team. And as far as I'm concerned, when you look at the roster for the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, they're fine players, but I don't think those guys are top three players on a championship contending team. I just don't see them as that. Mm. So it's saying a lot about how good Luka is and how much of a force multiplier he is, the fact that his team is in the position that they're in, and they beat the number one seed in the conference and team that had the best regular season record in the entire NBA on their way to getting to this point. So I think there's – a lot at stake for Luka, given his career arc. You're talking about a guy that's, what, 23 years old? That's averaging over 30 points a game in the playoffs, Carlin. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of people that do that. And so when you think about the rare air that Luka's in and the chance to hold the belt as the best basketball player on the planet at such an early age, I mean, you're talking about him being on his way, barring any significant injury, to having a career that would put him in the top 10 players of all time. And with Steph Curry... It's about him being able to crack that top ten. And you, you don't think he's about, there yet? I don't think he's there yet, Carlin. I, I, I made out my list of the top ten players. He's not there yet, but I think he's knocking on the door. And the things that put him right on the precipice of being in the top ten is the fact that he's the greatest shooter the NBA has ever seen. He's absolutely revolutionized the game and what we look at as good shots. You know, the transition three being an open look, you know, that being a good shot for Steph Curry. Um, you know, the guy dictates how defenses play against the Golden State offense. You have to extend your defense just because of how much range he does have. So I'll acknowledge his impact on the game. But in order for me to put him in that top 10 status, he's got to be able to get that finals MVP and add another ring. And, and I think the finals MVP is the one that does it for me because the guys that I have in my top 10 – Pretty much all of those guys have finals MVPs. So, I mean, that's that's what's on the line for Steph Curry and Luka Doncic as far as I'm concerned. And I think for Steph, there probably has to be more urgency because there's less runway in terms of the opportunities that he's going to have at this stage. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. All right, I'll I'll briefly give you my top ten real quick, and you tell me where I've completely gone off the board. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do it. And, and this is in no particular order, mind you. Ah, oh, here you go with this no particular order thing. All right, go ahead. All right, LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, Hakeem Olajuwon, Magic, Wilt, Larry Bird, Steph. Okay, so we we got a couple that are, are a little bit different, but most of the top ten is the same. So I got my top ten in order. I've got MJ, I've got Braun, Kareem, Magic, Wilt, Bird, Kobe, Duncan, Dr. J, and Shaq. Okay, so I left I left Duncan off, and it's the big fundamental, and I know, and it's probably a little bit unfair, but I left him out. I left Shaq out, be, and this is what you're not going to like. Shaq is the most physically dominating player that we have ever seen. Do you agree? Disagree? He's right there with Wilt. Yeah, Wilt's, Wilt's there too. But for Shaq, 
It was just beat the daylights out of everybody there. And for me, that it may be unfair, but that worked against him a little bit. And when we talk about change the game, that weighs into it for me a lot with Steph being a top 10 player. Already. How does it work against him, Carlin? Because you're, talk, you're talking about what, five, uh, four or five championships? What, what, what are we talking I, about? How it works against him is that was he just just super talented? Yes, he did everything he could with what he had. But was it all about talent or was it just about brute force? No, it was about talent, man. We, I mean, you can be as big as Shaq is, but the, the athleticism that he was bringing to the table, Carlin. I mean, you're not only talking about a guy that has three finals MVPs, but he's also got three to- – he's a three-time all-defensive player. Uh, he's got an MVP and he's a two-time scoring champ. There, there's no way that you can't have Shaquille O'Neal in your top ten players. Like, he, he's just that dominant. Not to mention one of the one of the best personalities in the modern era of the game. So I mean, oh, I just, great personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but, but, listen, but but I just when you look at the body of work for Shaq, I, did I don't he change know the game. You, I mean, there was the hack of Shaq. I mean, he did cha- <laughs> he, he changed did cha- the game in a negative way. Cha- <laughs> it was a strategy to try to slow him down, but that just speaks because to how he was unstoppable. so bad at free throws. But that's that how he changed speaks, the game. But here's the thing: he was so bad at free throws, Carlin, and it didn't matter. He still led the league in scoring twice. He was that uh, bad at free throws and still lead the league at scoring twice. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The Heat Nation still to be heard from some more. At least we think so. A couple of you have shown up today after they got their doors blown off last night. And let's see if they even have a chance. Neither one of us seems to be terribly optimistic about it. Believe it or not, I'm actually a little bit more optimistic about it than Chris is. And also, on the way in just moments, it is. What everybody waits for each and every week. Who you got? Starring Bubba. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Frank in New Jersey is up next on ESPN Radio. Frank, what's going on, bud? Gentlemen, uh, let me start by saying that I am a Heat fan through and through. I live and breathe the Heat. I have watched every game for 22 years. I cannot. Oh, man. (laughs) I was was waiting on that one. There you go. Frank, go ahead. We lost you for a sec. Let me tell you what. Sorry. Let me tell you why. Um, I, I don't know how you can call yourself an all-star and score six points in a game, and we've got two of those guys. I don't understand 
the Heat's fascination with Bam Adebayo. I've lost complete trust in this guy. It's three years. He has no discernible offense. He's To me, he's an undersized, uh, slightly better defensively DeAndre Jordan in his prime. He's athletic. He's a pick-and-roll guy, lob guy to the hoop, but that's it. There's, I think he's a little nothing. bit better offensively than DeAndre Jordan. That's that's kind of a, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but a little bit. I mean, he's once in a while he can throw in a 10-foot jump shot, but that's about it. The guy's got no post moves, and I want to love the guy. I really do. And we gave him a ton of money, and I don't see I don't see any upside in him. I love Tyler Hero, but I honestly think he's Jamal Crawford. I think he's a great scorer. I think he's great off the bench, but when in the playoffs he's playing up against starters, and he, he's just not big enough. He's not Heat great fans, defensively. This, this is one of your own, and he's being pretty rough, Chris. No, I think he's being <laughs> objective. He's just acknowledging the facts because those two guys have got to show up if Miami's going to have any shot in this series, and that's the point I was making earlier, Carlin. I mean, Bam Adebayo has been a no-show in the first two games, and we gloss over that because of how dominant the Heat were in the second half of game one. But, I mean, Bam has not played well. And he struggled with the front-line size from the Boston Celtics. And with Robert Williams being a presence out there, I anticipate that that's going to continue. So it's going to be more of the burden as far as scoring the basketball, being on Jimmy Butler. And, Carlin, I don't know that he can do it both ways for the entirety of the series at the level that we saw in Game 1. Look, when Tyler Hero is the sixth man of the year and a 21-point scorer during the season – and over the last six games, you're four out of 24 from three, and you're not doing a whole lot at all here in the playoffs, I, I'm sorry. That, to me, says that they don't have nearly enough to get it done here. And I know what he did a few years ago in summer camp at the, at, you know, down in the bubble. That was nice. Great AAU t- performance. Show up here. Greeny on ESPN Radio, Canty and Carlin informed today. Before we get to who you got in a few minutes and a few more calls from the Heat fans, I got to blame you for something because about 10 minutes ago off the air, you asked me, I mean, somewhat of a not philosophical question, but a moral question about people on airplanes taking their shoes off. And now I can't get the image out of my head and just how disgusting that is. And, and, like, what would I do if somebody did that next to me and I have reached that point in life where I will absolutely say something? There was a time where maybe I wouldn't, but, Chris, somebody explain to me how you do that and you think that's okay. <laughs> I don't understand how those kind of people, Carlin, make it through life given <laughs> the fact that they're willing to make such poor life choices. I, I don't get it. Now, the backstory on this is that I got a friend that's traveling for business today, and she texts me a picture of a guy sitting next to her on an airplane with not only his shoes off, but his socks off. Oh, hell so no. So he, he's moving around the cabin barefoot. Now, since, the flight attendant has asked him to put his shoes back on. Oh, he, but the just, flight attendant did, okay. The flight attendant did. So we, we do have some decent people in the world. Some do you believe that, that have, the flight attendant, is, it would it be fair to say that the flight attendant did it only because he was walking around and they don't want to be liable for him stepping on something? Well, I, I don't know if that was the motivation behind it, Carlin, but I'm just glad that the flight attendant prompted this individual to do the right thing. Because yes. don't nobody want to be smelling your damn feet with the no. circulated air on the airplane. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be sitting next to the weirdo that's got his shoes off and his socks off. 
Well, I don't even understand where they make these kind of people anymore. But the fact that these people are, are, are allowed to roam free in our society is a scary proposition. I just don't understand why somebody would feel like, you know what? This seems like a good place to kick my feet up, take my shoes and my socks off and relax. I don't and understand I, that. Myself, I'm a sympathetic flyer to people that I fly with. I mean, meeting the ones that are sitting next to me. Because, for instance, I was on a plane the other day coming home from Las Vegas, where I was for a few days. Mm-hmm. And I am in my seat in the Economy Plus section because it is worth it for me to spend the extra 40 50 60 bucks to have a little bit more room. But it's also worth it for whoever is sitting next to me, I would hope. Yeah. And there is a, a, a woman coming down the aisle, and I have seen this look too many times, where she looks down at her phone for the seat. She looks up to see what row... She realizes, and then she looks down at her phone again. And she's like, <laughs> oh, boy. The double because she knows she's sitting next to you. Exactly. And I literally, every time when I see that look, I say to them right away, I'm sorry. Now, let me ask you this, Carlin. Are you an armrest up guy, or do you keep the armrest down? I, this is how considerate of a flyer I will. I, I, I will be. I will leave that up to whoever is next to me. See, I got a problem with that, man, and and I get it. Like, it's just we're big guys, but that armrest is just jamming into my hip. Now, I will put the armrest up and lean over to the side. I usually get the window seat, so I give you the gangster lean onto the side of the plane to give the other passenger as much space as I possibly can. But I can't fly for a couple hours and have that armrest jamming into my hip. I just can't. You're you're a window seat guy. I'm a window seat guy. I'm stunned by that. How could you be? The size that you are at six eight and three bills and be a window seat guy at me at six foot and three bills, it it is like cramming five pounds of bologna in a two pound bag. Well, Carlin, here's the thing: I'm an economy plus exit yep. row or business class if I got enough points, kind of guy. Right, like, that's how I roll. So I mean, it's going to be one of those three options for me. So but that's I how I can aisle. make a window seat work because I've got a little more leg room in front of me. Now, I, I, see, here's the thing: you say the aisle. But here's the tricky part about the aisle. You got people bumping into you all the time in the aisle. Plus, you got that, that flight attendants coming through with the damn beverage cart yes. thing. And they're always going to hit you with that if you're a guy that's my size. So that's why I avoid the aisle because I avoid most of the traffic coming on and off of the airplane and going through the aisles. Yeah, I just can't be jammed into that little corner and knowing that the person next to me is in misery, and I am in further misery than that. <laughs> but I always apologize in advance. Even the aisle seat to me is worth getting the cart slammed into my knee, waking me up from a nap. No way. No <laughs> way, Carlin. No, I, I, no, no. The, the, the beverage cart slamming into you while you're asleep on the airplane is akin to you getting up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and hitting your toe on oh. the edge of the bed. You don't know pain until you hit that big toe on the corner of the bed when you're half asleep. That's kind of like the beverage cart hitting you on the airplane when you're half asleep. Like, I I just can't go for it. That's why I go with the window seat over the aisle. Window window seat is greater than aisle, and there's nothing that you can say in this moment that's going to change my mind. And I challenge anybody to call me or tweet me because you're absolutely wrong. You ain't been 6'8", 340 pounds. You don't know my problems. Here's Here's where it'll be a real problem for you. If you're in the window seat and I'm sitting in the middle, 
then you got a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. 888-SAY-ESPN. The job search can be a long, frustrating journey. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They send you jobs you can apply to with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Let's get a call or two in here real quick. Chris down in Florida is next, of course, on the Miami Heat. Chris, go. Yeah, first off, hey, love the show, fellas, but Hey, Carlin, just hmm. because you can't put on a damn Speedo and flex down South Beach does not mean you can hate on the heat the way you do. Tighten up, man. It's not hating on the heat. It's speaking truth. And if truth hurts you, I'm sorry. These are the ABCs of me, baby. This is why, what happens. Why is he asking you to tighten up when it's the Miami Heat's defense that needs to tighten up? That wasn't you out there right, playing one, defense. One. Chris, this is the truth. one one it's still one one. Okay, you can you can stick by that. We'll it's talk 1-1. next week. Okay, all right. I, I, all I'm simply saying is this: there's only one quarter through the first two games that the Miami Heat have outplayed the Boston Celtics. If you're a Heat fan, you've got to be at least a little concerned about that, Carlin. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not, you're lying to yourself. Anthony's in Illinois. He's up next on ESPN Radio. Tony, what do you got? Well, let's just say the series is over. Boston's going to win. Um, Miami's a good team. I think on a normal thing, they could play with them on Boston on a series any given time. But Boston has just been just so in sync. Like, everybody. They got two starters out. They compete in the game. Like, it's just they're so hot and everyone's just so locked in. It's just going to be tough to beat them in a seven-game series. That's it. I just think they're just – it's not even about being hot. It's just being about more talented. That's, that's all there is to it. It's about being more talented and more offensively just prone to be able to get through. No, to me, that's what it comes down to. Jason Tatum is the best player in this series, and I'm not quite sure that the Celtics don't have the second-best player in this series in Jalen Brown. Like, that's how good their one-two punch is. And I love Jimmy Butler. I love the intensity. I love the physicality. Um but I also understand that there are limitations in terms of what he can do and to what degree he can elevate the talent around him. And, Carlin, that's the big issue that the Miami Heat are running into because the guys from the Boston Celtics, Tatum, Brown, and Smart, are all force multipliers. Miami's really only got one of those guys, or at least a guy on that team that's playing up to that all-star level, and that's Jimmy Butler. The other two guys that should – have been no show so far this series. Quickly, Matt has a pertinent question to our discussion of a moment ago. Matt, you're next on ESPN Radio with Canty and Carlin. What do you got? Hey, guys, love the show. Just a quick question. You were talking about people taking their shoes off and everything. What's your opinion on flip-flops then? No. You gotta Absolutely have, not. You got If you're going to do the flip-flops, you got to have some socks on, man. Have some decency. Don't and nobody want to see your feet. And honestly, I don't even – flip-flops with socks doesn't work. Flip-flops do not hide behind the loose definition of being an actual shoe by trying to say, I'm wearing flip-flops, and therefore you should not be disgusted by my feet. I just don't want to see your feet. I Period. don't want to see them. That, that's it. I don't think that's a hard ask. Like There, no. there are appropriate places – to allow your feet to, to be out and get some air. If you're poolside, if you're by the lake or by the beach, okay, cool. Everybody's going to chalk that up. Not on an airplane, man. 
Not not when you got that circulated air through there. Don't nobody want to want to experience that. Like nope. do do everybody else a favor and just keep your damn shoes and socks on until you deplane. Then you can do whatever the hell you want. But while you're on the plane for those moments, be a decent human being. Be yes. a good teammate. Be a good human. That's all <laughs> we're asking. Lock it up. The job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on the computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply to with one click. They pitch your profile to employers so you stand out. Job seekers feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? We are late to it for Bubba. Deepest apologies, Bubba. (laughs) I'll say. I'll say that the the foot discussion was worth it. It's a public service. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) Good to have you back. I don't know if Granger agrees, but I'll have to talk to uh, John Granger and see what he says. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who you got brought to you by Granger? We'll start with this because we haven't even had a chance to get to it, and this has just been crazy all week. What about Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher? Who you got here? Because this has just been a wild back and forth. Who you got with those two fellas? I'm going with Jimbo. I'm siding with Jimbo, and it's not because I think Jimbo is on some moral high ground in comparison to Nick Saban. I just think Jimbo made the best point. Why are you casting aspersions on my program or the kids that I have in my recruiting class? Why are you singling me out if this is a bigger issue across college football when it comes to guardrails and guidelines for NIL? That's the part that seems a little bit out of pocket, and I don't blame Jimbo Fisher one bit for not returning Nick Saban's phone call or not wanting to talk with him and being completely done with him because Nick Saban was absolutely out of pocket with what he did with Coach Fisher and with Coach Sanders. I've got nobody here. I, I would like to pick nobody because there's nobody to root for. No, you can't cop out, Carl. I'm not letting you do that. No, you got to pick one. I, That's the I, I game. Root pick for, one. I got to root take for Jimbo pick. Fisher versus Nick I didn't Nick say Saban. you got to root for him, but you got to take your pick. I'm not letting you off the hook. Make a pick. That's like rooting for salad versus fruit. No, I'll pass. You can't pass. It's who you got. Fine. I will take Jimbo because I'm forced to. Whatever. All right. More importantly, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage died 11 years ago today oh. in Florida. So, who you got as your favorite wrestlers growing up? I, I gotta oh, I got to go with Sylvester Ritter, a.k.a. the Junkyard Dog. That J-Y-D. was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Nice. Rest in peace, Junkyard Dog. Also was a big fan of the British Bulldog and the Ultimate Warrior. But I digress. I, I liked the Ultimate Warrior. I liked Savage a lot. Randy Savage was great. Uh, oh, he yeah. Could play, he could play any role he needed to. Exactly. For some reason, I absolutely loved the Hart Foundation. It might have been because I saw Jim the Anvil Neidhart and I said, that could be me. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I thought you would have been, right? been a Bam Bam Bigelow guy, Carlin. I mean, you look just like him. <laughs> All we got to do is find one of those rompers with the flames on it, and you're a dead ringer for Bam Bam. Should I do the? Should I? Should I think about doing the, uh, the tattoos into the side of the head with the flames? Yeah, why not? I mean, just go full Travis Barker. Why not? <laughs> I, I'm all about it. Go, go for it. Let's go all in. As a matter of fact, Carlin, 
here's the thing. Because we're calling a two-on-two between Keyshawn, J. Will, and Barton Hahn, maybe yeah. we go with our wrestler costumes on. I'll go as the Junkyard Dog, and you go as Bam Bam Bigelow. Why are we doing that? First I don't of all, know, I don't man, have to, to add entertainment to value. No, you, you have to. So we'll... I, I just feel like we could add entertainment value to it because <laughs> watching the two on watching the two on two is not going to be very entertaining. Correct. Because we've, true. All, we've also said that's not going to end the way that all of those guys think it's going to end. No, it's not. <laughs> Somebody's going home in a body bag. <laughs> and the other problem for me with professional wrestling is you could say Bigelow, you could say Vader. If somebody saw me with my CPAP on, they would think I was Vader. Or if yeah. I could absolutely be George the Animal Steel, I promise you I'm a lot less hairy than George the Animal Steel. <laughs> well, good for uh, you. <laughs> tune in to the AL battle tomorrow. Yankees hosting the White Sox, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Bubba, go. All right, last one here. And who you got brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Because 70 years ago tomorrow, Mr. T was born in Chicago, Illinois. So who you got as the best Rocky villain? I'm going with Mr. T. I loved Mr. T. I, I couldn't get enough. My prediction, pain. I, I pity the fool. I pity the fool. <laughs> Shut up, old man. I ain't going nowhere. You know what he was at? I loved, loved that seed from Rocky Three. Yeah. Mr. T is one of the best Rocky villains of all time because Mr. T was just being Mr. T, even though they named him Clubber Lang. But I'm going to take a different opinion. I'm going to have a different take. I'm going with Drago. And the reason why I'm going with Drago is because they were able to stretch it and get two movies in the Rocky film franchise out of Ivan Drago. They got part four for Rocky, and then they got Creed two. And so with both of them, I think the soundtracks were actually better than the movies themselves, but still nonetheless iconic film. So, yeah, See, I I'm have going not with, seen Creed two yet. Yeah, well, you didn't miss much, but, I mean, like I said, the soundtrack is good, but Drago being a part of it twice I think is what gives him the nod as the best villain or the most memorable villain. Okay, so I'll hit it up on Spotify later then, I guess. There you go. I'll tell you what. There are not many better than Mr. T. Keep his shoes on. <sighs> Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.